The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. I think it's safe to say that faith is a foundational component of your life and of how you raised us. When we think about the fact that there's so much we want our kids to know and learn, why is faith one of those foundational things? Wow, that's a great question. I would say faith is a cornerstone of our lives and instilling it in our children is vital. It'll provide for them a moral compass and a sense of purpose and a sense of strength during the challenging times of life. It can serve as like a, a guiding light as they move through their life experience. So faith is foundational to everything they'll, they'll do, personally, professionally, relationally, every aspect of their lives. In thinking through that for myself, one of the things that came to mind was, I know I won't always be there. I can't always prepare my son for everything. And like you mentioned, a compass, I know I want there to be a guiding and authoritative source for my son to turn to. I want to equip him with that guiding compass of faith to help him, not only as I'm guiding him, but even when I'm not present to guide him. Well, faith can't become that constant presence in your child's life. It can be that guiding light that continues to shine even when you're not there. It serves as a source of wisdom when children are invested in making decisions. They have a place to draw from the faith that experience they've had as a child. Provides resilience and strength. Life will present challenges when you're not around. And in those times, the child's faith becomes a source of strength and resilience. It can also offer some needed comfort when they're being attacked and ridiculed. Sometimes kids can be cruel to each other. And then one of the main things is faith will often lead to development of a community of support, connecting children to people, their peers and others who can provide encouragement and, and challenge to help them grow as a person. So faith is that constant guide that can be there when you're not there in the life of your child. There are some characteristics and traits that it doesn't seem like we need to teach children. Like thinking about themselves, the desire for instant gratification. It doesn't seem like we have to teach those to young children. They just seem to come naturally. But ideas and characteristics like integrity and respect are things that we need to be intentional about teaching the little ones we know and love. Yeah, you often heard me say that we all have a close relationship with the three triplets, or the triplets, that's me, myself, and I. There's a natural tendency to be selfish and think of ourselves. It kind of comes with birth and life until we grow out of it. So, yeah, it, it's important for parents to take on the responsibility to nurture qualities like integrity and respect. These values will form the core of a child's character and lay the groundwork for healthy relationships and a strong moral compass. We can do that by, by setting a positive example, demonstrating honesty and fairness in our dealings with others, showing respect for diverse perspectives, and help our children understand 
internalize these kind of values. So we have to take that responsibility on. Otherwise, if we don't teach them, somebody else will. As much as I may not want it to be true, as much as I would try to protect my little one, the reality is everyone experiences challenges, difficult like circumstances at times. So I want to try and equip him with a sense of hope and joy. Those difficult life circumstances can be a little more manageable and a little easier to handle. That's why building my child's heart is an important thing for me to focus on. Yeah, I think one of the first things we have to do is help our children understand that adversity is a part of life. And one of the most powerful things we can do is help them understand how to take obstacles and really turn them into opportunities and problems and look through the problems and see possibilities. It's one of the most important things that we can do for our children, helping them understand how to find joy even in the midst of challenge. One of the, my favorite books is Man's Search for Meaning, a book by Victor Frankl. He tells the story of a Nazi concentration camp and how in the midst of the um, concentration camp, he heard singing and it baffled him. And he says in that book, Man's Search for Meaning, the last of human strengths is the ability to choose how to respond when difficult circumstances come your way. That's an important quality that we can tell children. And if we teach them that, then when, when they get ridiculed by their peers and attacked and criticized, when they don't quite make the grade they want to make, when they get turned down for a job opportunity, they can say, okay, I'm going I'm to trust God even when I can't see. Uh, the old phrase, trusting God's heart, when I can't understand his hand. So that's an important quality for us to teach our children. Thinking about building our child's heart is what I encourage for you. I know laying that biblical foundation and planting seeds of faith that hopefully mature into a personal relationship that guides our children through various life circumstances is a way that we can build their heart as well as the focus of building their brain and their body to grow into the people and the adults that we would want them to be. Any additional thoughts as we prepare for our brain building blocks? Well, of course, Michelle, we have all types of listeners to this podcast, but we know, as our FQRS has been through life together, that we believe that a personal relationship with Christ is the center of a person's heart. That's where the heart transformation really occurs, because what happens is they get to know Him, and He takes over the heart, and the Holy Spirit comes into their life and helps guide the person on it experiential basis so it begins by making sure we share that gospel truth with them we read bible verses with them we pray together with them on a regular basis we take them to gatherings of people who have a like and common faith with them we teach them how to model giving and sharing with other people all these things are part of what builds a child's heart so as they navigate through life that becomes an overflow of what they do so they do that naturally they do it organically because of what they've been exposed to what they've been taught. We've created a resource in the Let's Build Their Heart Kids app where you can find different activities that you might use to help in the process of building your child's heart. Well, let's share our practical and applicable ways to grow brains as we wrap up this time together. What is a brain-friendly food you want us to learn about for today? I want to give children something sweet today. Uh, papaya is a tropical fruit that offers a whole bunch of benefits. 
his antioxidants, uh, his vitamin C, his beta carotene, it has vitamin B9, vitamin E, has fiber, helps with hydration. Papaya is a power pack food that you can add to salads, you can mix it into smoothies, you can do it with other tasteful dishes. So papaya is a brain-friendly food for today. What's a phrase we could share with our child to help them when they encounter a moral dilemma? I think a phrase I would use is let's apply our faith to this situation. Let's ask the question, how should our faith inform us? What should we do in light of the spiritual principles we've been learning about, experiencing throughout our lives? It's an excellent opportunity to give your child a chance to practice critical thinking as they face the moral dilemma, facing it with a moral framework that you exposed them to and taught them all their lives. So let's, let's apply faith to this situation and be able to phrase how we use when they face the moral, moral dilemma. For a fun activity, head to our show notes and get the Let's Build Their Brain Kids app. There you'll find activities that you can engage with your child around or even your child can engage independently with, depending on their age, and come back frequently as additional games are added to help you and your child in the process of building their heart. You can also check out the adult Let's Build Their Heart app And you can sign up to get notified when the Teaching Them Diligently guide is ready for download. Any closing thoughts as we wrap up this episode? I try to remind our listeners that building your child's heart is a lifelong journey. It it involves patience. It also is important to cherish those moments you'll be spending together as you nurture their faith and their resilience. The time's going to pass faster than you could possibly imagine create rituals or traditions that center around faith and character development, such as family prayers, volunteer opportunities, or regular discussions of moral topics. These shared experiences will strengthen their moral character, and you will never forget those as you go through life. So enjoy the journey of building your child's heart. Join us next time for more information in Brain Building Blogs. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.